Hello everybody, this is Kia from Wicked Majesty and you are listening to Tea and Terror Podcast, the show that entertains with true and fictional stories from beyond the grave for people who love horror. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another Thursday night of the Tea and Terror podcast. If you're just listening to the podcast, thank you for joining in, and I hope you will enjoy tonight's podcast. If you are watching this on Wicked Majesty YouTube channel and you like the video, please be sure to hit the like and subscribe button. Now, last week was the beginning of when the narrator was introducing herself and her husband, John. They had arrived at a destination where they are supposed to be staying a while until the narrator gets over her illness. illness. Tonight's episode is a continuation of the thoughts spitting through this woman's brain about the house she is currently staying in and the dreadful wall. Now let's get into it. I never saw a worse paper in my life. One of those sprawling, flamboyant patterns committing every artistic sin. It is dull enough to confuse the eye in following, pronounced enough to constantly irritate and provoke study. And when you follow the lame, uncertain curves for the little distance, they suddenly commit suicide, plunge off at outrageous angles, destroy themselves in unheard of contradiction. The color is repellent, almost revolting. A smoldering, unclean yellow, strangely faded by the slow-turning sunlight. It is a dull yet lurid orange in some places, a sickly sulfur tint in others. No wonder the children hate it. I should hate it myself if I have to live in this room long. There comes John, and I must put this away. He hates to have me write a work. We have been here two weeks, and I haven't felt like writing before since that first day. I am sitting by the window now, up in this atrocious nursery, and there is nothing to hinder my writing as much as I please, save lack of strength. John is away all day and even some night when his cases are serious. I am glad my case not serious, but these nervous troubles are dreadfully depressed. John does not know how much I really suffer. He knows there is no reason to suffer, and that satisfies him. Of course, it is only nervousness. It does weigh on me, so not to do my duty in any way. I meant to be such a help to John, such a real rest and comfort, and here I am, comparative burden already. Nobody would believe what an effort it is to do what little I am able to dress and entertain and order them. It is fortunate Mary is so good with the baby, such a dear thing, and yet I cannot be with him. It makes me so nervous. I suppose John never was nervous in his life. He laughs at me so about this. Well, at first he meant to repay for the work, but afterwards he said that I was letting it get the better of me, and that nothing was worse for a nervous patient than to give way to such fancy. He said that our wallpaper was changed. It would be the heavy bedstead, and then the barred windows, and then that gate at the head of the stair, and so on. You know, the place is doing good, he said. And really, dear, I don't care to renovate the house just for a three, three-month rental. Then do let us go downstairs. There are such pretty rooms. Then he took me in his arms and called me a blessed little goose. 
that he will go down to the Tower to then have it whitewashed into the bar. But he is right about the, the beds and the windows and things. It is airy and comfortable, a room as anyone needs me wish. And of course, I would not be so silly as to make him uncomfortable just for him. I'm really getting quite fond of the big room hall, but and gnarly trees. Out of another, I get a lovely view of the bay and a little private wharf belonging to the estate. There is a beautiful shaded lane that runs down there from the house. I always fancy I see people walking in the numerous paths in harbor, but John has cautioned me not to give away to fancy in the wind. He says that with my imaginative power and habit of story, to lead to a pattern of psychic fancies, and that I ought to use my will in good faith to check the tendency. So I try. I think sometimes that I have only fallen to write a little bit between the rest of ideas and lessons. But I find I get pretty tired when I try. It is so discouraging not to have any advice and companionship about my work. When I get really well, John says we will ask Cousin Henry and Julia down for a long visit. But he says he would soon put fireworks in my pillowcase as to let me have those stimulating people about now. I wish I could get well faster, but I must not think about that. This paper looks to me as if it knew what a vicious influence it had. That is our episode for the week. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear more episodes coming up in the future, then definitely add the Tea and Terror to your playlist on Spotify or Apple Podcast. You can also check out the show on my Wicked Majesty channel. This is Kia, and I will catch you next week. Same time, same place. Have a good night.